Hey, 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 beautiful humans. It's the Juice Queen here, delivering all those ooey-gooey, drippy topics that will leave you simply drenched in curiosity and connection. So let's vibe over, you know, the juice, shall we? My name is Mila Mandolfo, and my sole mission is to make you feel seen, heard, valued, and validated in such a way that you remember who you truly are. And in that, you're never alone. This is a soft, safe, and sassy place where all of you is welcome. So come on, let's dive in. Well, would you look at that? We did it. We got through 2021. We got through the holiday season. We have one more up to bat. My personal favorite, New Year's Eve. I love New Year's Eve because it's kind of like another birthday, in my opinion. Um, You get this opportunity to reset and reflect on your year, what you did, um, what you didn't do, what you want to do in the next year, um, the good things, the bad things, whatever. I love that shit. So, um, I'd say, um, it's been about eight years now that I've kind of cultivated these fun little personal practices that, um, that I do around New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Um, so much so that I've even started to host some gatherings in the last couple of years, um, with loved ones where we all get together and have a potluck and usually a bonfire and we're throwing little pieces of paper with intentions that we want to ignite or things that we want to let go of and do vision boards and dance and play and all the fun things. But first of all, not everyone's down to do that. Not everyone's down to reflect on their shit. And I actually did used to go to t- <laughs> It's kind of funny. I did used to go to little New Year's um, events and be like, you guys want to write letters to yourselves? (laughs) Um, Which we'll go over later. But um, yeah, it doesn't land for everyone. Not not everybody's into it. But you probably are if you're listening to this podcast right now. Um, I'm going to share with you a bunch of little... um, fun exercises, at least I think they're fun, um, that help me start my new year off with love and intention. Um, and so, and these are things that you can do with loved ones or you can totally do them on your own. So that's the beauty of it. So let's talk about, um, new year's resolution culture this shit is usually, um, there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of, um, intimidation even maybe expectation. Um, the goals are usually super big and just not sustainable in my opinion. And they eventually die out. Um, so it's better to, to, um, explore other options that are more digestible and accessible and thus achievable. Um, When we achieve something like a to-do list, for example, we get a little hit of dopamine every time we make a check mark or cross it out. And so 
um, if we can actually attain the things on our New Year's list, um, then we can remain inspired to continue um, integrating them into our daily life. And um, that that's the thing, is the more that we um, commit to something new every day or every week, um, whatever it may be, your new commitment, you carving out time for a new commitment threatens your ego, okay? And what I mean by that is your ego is attached to who you are right now, right? Your identity. Ego is the identity. And so when you're challenging your identity, your ego is kind of freaking out. It's like, wait, I think we're tired. I don't think we have time for that. Oh, do we have to today? And it kind of distracts you and kind of um, intrudes into your mind and um, can get in the way of us committing fully to um, practices and even qualities that we want to embody. So it's good to know that it's good to maybe observe when you're waking up or whatever time of day that you're trying to commit to these new goals. Is it, um, is it really inaccessible? Or is your ego just trying to dissuade you from falling through with something that you probably can attain that day? Now, before we jump in, I would love to suggest um, grabbing a journal or a notebook. It would be a beautiful gift to the self if you could get a, a notebook just for this purpose. So you could come back to it at any time and continue to um, utilize these lists that we're going to be making. You can even come back later in the year and check and see where your progress is at. And maybe you're like, oh, well, actually, I never did this. I kind of want to commit to it now, you know, maybe halfway through the year or maybe you use the journal every month, you know, maybe you get really into this. And then at the end of the year, you can reflect on all these beautiful offerings to the self that you made. Um, and it'd just be a nice outlet for you to um, process. You know, um, journaling is basically like self-therapy, in my opinion, because you are it. I mean, some people um, feel intimidated by writing, but when there's no no one grading it or reading it. You just have this blank slate of bleh. You just get an emotional vomit all over the page and mental as well. Um, sometimes we get stuck in our head just cycling around, cycling around. But if you put your thoughts onto paper, you can see them and it becomes more concrete and it's easier to assess. Um, so that's, that's one of my recommendations is to grab maybe a um, notebook or journal for this cause. So before we begin, I think it's best to understand your whys behind your goals. Knowing your whys will help you stay committed to them. So let's say one of your goals is to call your grandmother more. The action itself is the phone call. 
but the why is because you want her to feel, you know, connection. You want to deepen your connection with your grandmother and you want her to feel less alone and you want to bring her a little joy. So if you're just sitting around thinking, um, oh yeah, I thought I, I, you know, I told myself I was going to call my grandmother today. That's easier to bail on versus, oh, I really want to put on a smile on grandma's face today, right? It's a different energy. So I invite you to, when you're making a list of your goals, to next to them, put down your whys. And just keep going deeper and deeper because you might think, oh, it's just a goal and there's always a deeper why. Okay, let's dive in. This one might be my favorite. I still use it all the time. I don't even wait for New Year's Eve to do this one anymore because it's so effective. This is basically called the one week challenge. And it is making a list of things that you wish you did less of. So these might be vices. Okay. And then also making a list of things you, you wish you did more of. And then for one week only, that's the only commitment for one week, you pick something off each list, okay? And then you just see if you can do it for a week. In my experience, um, by day eight, you're, you realize, wow, that was way easier than I thought. Honestly, there's hardly been any times where um, day eight hits and I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to get back onto that vice, you know what I'm saying? Um, in fact, typically, I'm like, wow, I can actually go another day and then another day. In fact, the way that I became a vegetarian is through this exact method. So the first time I ever did this was um, New Year's Eve of 13 going into 2014. And um, my little list, you know, I wanted to do vegetarianism for one week. And so... I did. And on day eight, I was like, actually, that was super chill. Let me try to keep going. And then I just kept going until I, <laughs> I was a vegetarian for five years. Um, and it started with this very, very simple pro practice. Um, this is also the same way that I actually have trained myself to stop smoking weed. I have a big chunk of time was an everyday weed smoker, especially living in California and Colorado where they're legal. Um, and so, I mean, I love everything about the medicinal properties of cannabis. And also I don't like to lean on anything at all. And, um, for me, my little vice list is, the things that I crutch on, you know what I mean? So, um, I noticed that I get crazy sugar cravings. I'm addicted to sugar, cane sugar. Um, that one was on my vice list. Social media and the internet was, and still is, um, on my vice list. And, you know, it, it changes every year. And because here's the beauty of it. The more you do this one week challenge and just become aware, even writing the list of vices, um, the more you get to practice your and observe your relationship with it. Um, 
And similarly, when you make a list of things you want to try more, um, so like for me, I wanted to try the vegetarianism. Um, I wanted to try, I did one week, let's see, I'm trying to think of some. One week where you do yoga every day or one week where I tried to catch the sunset somewhere cool or one week of, um, for me personally, like writing every day. I like to write. Or, or reading a chapter every day. Um, it's going to look different for you. You're, you're going to know what brings you joy and what brings you closer to your highest self. And you're also going to know what vices have maybe been leading you astray from that. Um, so it is a personal challenge, right? Um, but because it's so short in time... Um, it's way more accessible and achievable. So you can, so for me, what I actually ended up doing was I would do the one week challenge and then I'd either continue on if, the, if it felt, because basically you're deciding, does this feel like it's aligned with who I am? And so for me, like with the vegetarian example, um, by day eight and nine and 10 and so on, I realized actually this is the vibe that I'm on. This is the frequency I want to exist on. And because it had become so easy, um, it was um, it was just, you know, simple to integrate into my new reality, if you will. Um, but had I saw, you know, had I just made this big, um, what do you call, New Year's resolution of, I'm going to be a vegetarian now, it would have created way more um, expectation and kind of like overwhelm in my system to commit to something, right? Like, because you, you don't know the, the expiration date and so it feels a lot more daunting. But if you just try it out, like a small little challenge, it's... Um, it's easier to achieve. And like, you're also removing the shame around um, not being able to commit to it forever. You know what I'm saying? It's these small little challenges. So I, I wonder what your list would be and um, if this seems accessible to you. Uh, let's see here. Um, things you might want to put on your... Um, to-do list, like your, your more of list, would be things like hobbies. What are hobbies that you wish you gave more of your time to? That could be on the list. Um, it could be health-related, like, like the water, or maybe you want to eat organic for a week, or maybe you want to, um, maybe it's service, like you want to volunteer for a week, um, like I said, call your family more. It's really up to you. Explore what are things that you wish you did more of. Make a little list and choose to do it for a week and see what happens. <clears throat> Similarly, um, your vice list could have things such as, like I was saying, social media. Maybe it's sugar. Maybe you want to eat out less. Maybe you want to um, play less video games or... Um, like I said, sm smoke less weed or cigarettes or drink alcohol less or maybe you want to stop watching so much Netflix. These are things that maybe aren't the best habits 
that we could just do a little bit less of. And we can challenge ourselves for one week. We could do anything for a week, you know. Um, so just see what happens because it's kind of like, it's um, it's like this mental exercise. It's literally like you're exercising your brain to experience what life would be without those things. And I think you'd be surprised with the results. Okay, so something else that you can do. And this this started out with me um, making a list, kind of like what we were saying, making a list of things that brings me joy. So similar to the the pros list on the last exercise what are things that bring me joy so maybe there's you know there's dancing there's painting there's hiking the, the catching of the sunsets that maybe cooking or yoga um even something small like lighting candles taking a bath um lighting an incense or picking fr- fresh flowers or these are just my things that bring me joy um So you make a list of things big and small and everything in between. Um, And they could also be split up into things that stimulate your mind. So like like reading or um, I have a little language app on my phone um, and it could be under or maybe puzzles or um, chess, games, things like that. So... You can have a list of things that stimulate your mind. You can have one that stimulates your body. So that might be like dance or yoga or sauna, massage. Um, If you're into Ayurveda, maybe oil pulling or tongue scraping or, um, you know, acupressure, all sorts of things. Um, Going to the gym, of course, hiking and so on. Um, so you have your body and then there's a soul section that you can, you can pull from, um, things that serve the soul. So many things serve the soul, right? But that might be meditation or kirtan or singing or little visualization and manifestation practices. Or, um, if you have a mala or a rosary or journaling, dancing, so many things it's again so personal what what feeds your soul and your mind and your body but what what would happen if you made lists okay so go in your little journal and consider what we just said what are things that bring you joy and serve you in the mind the body and the soul just go for it like i said it can be something that literally takes like for example lighting an incense that takes 30 seconds right but for me, at least, it, it creates a, like, um, an environment of peace in my home. So I enjoy it. And so even though it's something super small, I still get the dopamine of seeing it on the list and then accomplishing it. Okay. And the thing is, we're out here operating in our day to day, doing a lot of things mindlessly, And if we set aside um, time in our day to pull from a list of things that bring us joy, even if it's only, you know, 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, maybe you'll work your way up to an hour, right? Um, 
you're telling yourself, I am worthy of joy. I am worthy of peace. I am worthy of mm, a balanced environment. And so, um, again, that's like telling this ego identity, look, I'm stressed, I'm anxious, I'm overwhelmed, I'm unfulfilled. And so what I'm going to do is dedicate 10, 20, 30, and so on minutes to myself until it becomes so second nature that I don't even think twice about it. And so I want to share that I've been doing this practice for so long that whenever I'm stressed now, like I just said, I don't even necessarily have to look at the list because it all comes so second nature to me because these qualities have now been integrated into my personality. But at first, I needed to actually visually see them on a list to even remember what I liked or even remember what harmonizes me. So it's such a powerful tool to be able to look at um, a list. And me, personally, I keep my little list and I make it look cute on um, this like colorful whiteboard thing that I would hang in my room. And um, each day I'll just like do one from each list, you know, like I said, it doesn't have to be big. And it doesn't have to take up a lot of time. But I still get the little dopamine hit when I, and I guess I do make a little mark next to it. Um, and I feel more fulfilled. So it's a simple way to nourish ourselves and become more in alignment with the things we want to do. And also, when you write this list in your journal, or you could even write it on your phone, because that's how I originally started, was a list on my phone. And at first, the list was quite, you know, small, I'd say like 10 things or whatever. And then over the years, I just kept, anytime I did something that I enjoyed, I would just write it down on the little list. And the list grew, <laughs> the list grew so big, that's when I started to put it into categories of mind, body and soul. And I started to pick one from each section because um, actually, to be honest, now I do quite a few from each section each day. Um, it helps me feel grounded and accomplished. Um, now, I will say that I don't get to, um, I don't, you know, stick to that practice as much when I'm traveling because for me, seeing it on the wall um, is what helps me stick to the practice and because I'm traveling I don't I don't carry a whiteboard around with me but since I have been stationary um, for a while in this little Grecian studio I actually wrote some of those things out on a piece of paper so that I um, can pull from it whenever I have free time because that's the thing is we often have enough time to do some of these things but because we aren't like we're not clear on what brings us the joy and what brings us the peace and what brings us the balance that we don't like have a resource to pull from. So I think it's just a quite a simple practice to start integrating into what I perceive as um, your highest version of self. 
Speaking of higher self, um, let's pause on the to-do lists. As you can tell, I'm quite into lists, probably my six planets in Capricorn energy. But the next list is about who we want to be, how we want to be. So it's our to-be list. And so what I mean by this is I'd like you to think about people that you would admire, people that you respect and look up to, and observe what qualities that they have. Qualities that I personally admire in others are things like honesty, integrity, authenticity, um, passion, compassion, um, and so on. So when you make this list, <laughs> it becomes a resource. And this, this is a trickier one because you got to be really honest with yourself. If you value these qualities in someone else, and that's what makes you feel warm and energized and nourished to be around, you got to be real with yourself and you got to ask, do I embody these qualities myself? So you can look at the list. You can look at the list because we first have to embody what we want to experience and what we want to attract. So if these are the qualities that we want to experience and attract, then we first have to embody them ourselves. Um, so it's nice to see the qualities for ourselves and, and check in. Well, how honest was I this year? Does that need improvement? How much was I living in my truth? How authentic was I? Um, you know, could I have been more reliable? Did I flake out a lot? Um, and it takes a really... A really honest reflection here. I mean, and that's the beauty of the journal is no one else is going to be reading this. Um, and you can get really raw with yourself about it. Um, you can, you can even rate yourself <laughs> one to 10 on how well you feel you embodied these qualities. And um, on the ones that are kind of suffering, you can put a little bit more um, effort into those areas. In fact, you can even do the one-week challenge with qualities. You could say, okay, for this, you can even do it for one day. You could be like, for this day, I'm going to put a lot of intention into being brave. And whenever I get asked something new, I'm going to say yes to it. Even if it feels scary or edgy, I'm going to say yes. And that could be your practice just for 24 hours. Or you could do a week. And similarly, once you complete the day or once you complete the week, you have that little dopamine hit and you're like, actually, I can probably do another day, right? Well, that's the beauty of lists. Um, and of course, the beauty of self-reflection and radical self-honesty as well. Okie doke. <clears throat> the next one is super fun. Everybody loves this. Vision boards. So I mentioned that in the beginning of the podcast. Vision boards is using everything we just talked about, right? Um, both the qualities and the actual goals, the whys, everything. Um, and opening up a magazine or personally, I love to get clear on the list of things that I'm trying to embody, things that I'm trying to do more of. And just throwing that shit into Google and printing them out. Because sometimes when we do this just with a magazine, we end up just clipping out more random stuff 
Um, and I like to be very intentional with my vision boards. So a vision board is a collage and it's a collage of all the things that we're trying to manifest. <clears throat> in other words, call in to our lives. When we visually see the things that we want to embody every day, because the point is to put your vision board your vision board up on the wall, in your room, on the fridge, wherever you're going to see it, um, so that it starts to inspire your mind to call in these experiences. Um, you get a little inspo every time you walk by your vision board. So... Like I said, I love to use Google so that I can really hone in on exactly what I'm trying to manifest. Um, but you can also, it's really fun to sit around with some friends and go through a bunch of magazines and clip out things as well. You can clip out words, pictures, whatever. And then you get to have this fun little crafting project. So this is a fun thing to do on New Year's Day um, or New Year's Eve with friends on your own. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it's pretty simple, pretty self-explanatory, and um, quite a bit of fun. The last one I also mentioned earlier is the letter to the self. So on New Year's Eve, I like to sit down and write a letter to myself. And in the letter, I like to say, I like to reflect on how the year went. I talk about how the year went. I talk about... Sometimes I like go through each month and think of something that happened that month. Like, oh, yeah, I remember when we went to, um, you know, Mexico or, oh, that was crazy when, you know, fucking all that shit went down and you got arrested. <laughs> or um, remember when we fall fell in love or um, whatever. Each month probably has a several juicy nuggets that you can reflect on. So I like to reflect on the year. Um, fun things quote negative things challenges and so on and then I like to um, spend the rest of the letter calling in what I would like to experience for the following year so this can be as specific or as broad as you want it to be like you can list actual events that you're hoping to call in and manifest it could be um, like partnership or business goals or um, you know projects that you're working on or it could just be like super general as well I want to experience more joy I want to experience more connection with people um maybe you talk about the the qualities that we 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 just discussed in the to be to be list um it's up to you just it's just let me tell you what it's because at the end of the letter you're going to seal that bad boy up, um, sign it from yourself, address it to yourself, sign it from yourself, and then put it in an envelope and then stick it somewhere where you're not going to lose it because <laughs> it sucks when you do. Um, and the following New Year's Eve, you get to read the one from the year before. And it is quite a cathartic experience. And it's really fun to... Um, just kind of giggle like, oh, I really thought I was going to be doing this and look at where the, the year took me, you know, which is great ammo for your new letter to self for the following year. This is one of my favorite. Um, it's just such a very fun practice. <clears throat> so 
we got five rituals that I'm offering to you now. We got um, we got the one week challenge. We got the mind, body, soul to do lists. We got the um, to be lists and the vision boards and the letter to self. I hope that you pick and choose which of these resonates with you and maybe you can even share them with your friends. And I hope that you maybe dance around and and move some energy this New Year's Eve or um, sit all cozied up um, doing some of these ceremonies by a fire with some hot cocoa or um, I just hope that everyone has a lovely, lovely close to another wild ride of a year um and i think it's just a beautiful energetic experience to start the first day of the year embodying who and how you want to be actually um if you do have a fireplace <laughs> there's one more you can throw in there or a fire pit um You can write, and I mentioned this in the beginning, you can write um, things you want to let go of, they're no longer serving you, or things that you're trying to call in, like all the lists we just mentioned, but short and sweet, um, on a little piece of paper, things you want to ignite, and then toss that paper into the fire and watch it burn and alchemize. now that's one more you can throw in on throw in on the list if that's accessible to you. So thanks for tuning in guys. I'm looking forward to all these juicy ceremonies myself. Um, so I guess I will speak to you in 2022. Ciao ciao darlings. <laughs>